This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, we talk about a new performance analytics tool at NetApp, Oats. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi, Glenn Sizemore, and Sully the Monster. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. In the studio with me today is Mr. Andrew Sullivan. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Good. Glad to hear it. This is actually uh, episode two that we were doing today. We, we were doing back-to-back today. We are pulling the uh, the noontime oil. I'd like to say it's a marathon podcasting session, but we don't really do that. I didn't provide lunch. Well, you're, you're fired. <laughs> I totally am fired. Uh, Glenn knew that, so he didn't actually show up today, so he's on the WebEx. Hi, Glenn. I have lunch, unlike the the fine gentleman in the room. I know. I didn't plan ahead accordingly. So um, I'm sure that the guys that have joined us today have already eaten lunch. So we'll go around the room and introduce them. Uh, today we're going to be covering something called oats, and we'll let them describe what that is in a second. But let's start uh, with my gentleman on the left here. Hi, my name is Matt Hambrick. What do you do here, Matt? Oh, what do I do here? <laughs> yes, do you, wh- I, I'm a d- director of performance engineering. Here at NetApp. Okay, what does a director of performance engineering do? I have a team of uh, software engineers that improve both the performance on box of uh, ONTAP and also do analytics off box to make okay. it go faster. Excellent. And uh, Greg Keller, hi. Hi, how you doing? Uh, Greg Keller, Senior Director of ONTAP Performance Engineering. So Matt's part of my team. And so we not only do developing code for ONTAP, including the, the, the piece of work that Matt mentioned, but we also have a set of performance analysts that go in and look at the performance of new features as they're being developed, uh, as well as if we see field issues, we work with the field to try to address those. All right. And last but not least, uh, actually the most, really, because we actually were going to do this on Friday, and they, they stopped me, and they're like, nope, we got to have this guy. Uh, Fred Pfeiffer. Hi, Fred. Hi. So, yes, I'm Fred Pfeiffer. I'm the Oats architect. So I work with a team of developers into building this tool to analyze performance to troubleshoot problems on our clusters. Okay. So um, let's just start off with the first question. Um, Oats, what is this thing? Is it like a bucket of grain that I'm going to devour for my performance needs? Um, What is this? Why are we calling it Oats? So Oats is a on-tap analytics and telemetry service. So long name, a lot of words, but but uh, but it has a simple purpose. What we want to be able to do is is look at uh, big data type problems and 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 uh, net them down to something that a customer can can deal with. Um, kind of came out of the uh, some of the problems we were looking at several years ago. We we have you know ONTAP is the number one storage operating system in the world, right? So there's huge numbers of uh, data points out there for us to collect data. And we collect thousands of data points from every ONTAP system. Internally, we have thousands of systems ourselves that we that we are running tests on, whether it's performance tests or functional tests or system tests. Developers are using them all the time as well. <clears throat> so with all this data, we had some opportunities that we really weren't taking advantage of. So we had some technologies such as the the the, the archiver, the counter manager archiver, which is a you know a set of performance and other counters we collect in a in a in a set of files and we'll talk more about that later. We had some tools we were developing internally to go look at systems that were under test to see if we could 
you know, see performance uh, anomalies happening and see if we could correlate those to the issues that we saw, you know, our customers were seeing. And we said other technologies that we're developing in terms of uh, tooling and put this together. Um, so I kind of threw this out to so a set of engineers saying, hey, I think there's an opportunity for us to think about these problems differently. Tell me what you think about. And we put together an organization to go solve that. And that's where Matt comes into play. So we had this team go off and look at how we could take the most advantage of the internal uh, data, right? We were looking largely at QA systems and taking advantage of, of all that QA data internal to the to NetApp and pulled together a system of, of telemetry dashboards and other ways of looking at that data, analyzing it uh, using uh, advanced graphing. And when we presented that to some of the leadership here at NetApp, they came back to us and told us, this is really neat, but I think that you have a, a better advantage if you take this and turn it into something that can be implemented in AWS and use the scale of AWS and uh, the the ability to point more CPUs at this to do machine learning and, and AI on this data. And that was the next step that we took. So we, we took a very small team of, of engineers, about four or five engineers, and gave them a challenge of, you have six weeks, go turn this that you thought you had and we're going to turn it around and turn it into something that is customer friendly and can be done in AWS in the next six weeks. And we paid them in beer. Yes. So, <laughs> so st- enough. standard uh, standard monetary re- reimbursement here. Yeah, yes. We, we, we carved them off. We put them in a, a secret conference room that no one else could find and, and said, you have six weeks to go do this. See so, what you can do. So you've called it oats. Why not hops? You know, I mean, if you're paying them in beer. Because the acronym didn't work right. There you go. Make it work. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we have a performance gathering tool already at NetApp uh, that we usually use in support, and you know, even internally as Perfstat. So, how does Oats tie into that, and or does it replace it entirely? At some point in the future, it will likely replace Perfstat entirely. So, so Perfstat is a tool that has been around for. Uh, many, many years, uh, more than 10 probably at this point in time, and it has aged poorly. And, and software ages over time, and it, it's uh, difficult to maintain. And Perfstat is in that, that state now. So as we're looking forward on how do we solve performance problems in the field going forward, we need a new tool chain. Um, we have many more uh, nodes that we have to deal with uh, at this point in time. Now that ONTAP supports up to 24 nodes in a cluster, that's a different sort of scale of analytics than what we had previously. We have many more cores than we had previously um, when Perfstat was first uh, developed. So it, it's just not designed to scale to that sort of uh, visualization or understanding. So looking forward, we're looking at uh, completely re-architecting that, basing it off the countermeasure archiver, which can bring all the data back in to, to NetApp or send it to AWS cleanly and provide uh, modern analytics on top of that. And that's really where the open source uh, vision that we have where we're using open source packages predominantly comes in. So you're telling me a Perl script that was written for a single node architecture isn't scalable? No, surprising. Weird. So so can you walk me through a, a scenario here, right? So I, I am a customer, I'm having some sort of performance issue. Historically, the response would be, okay, generate a perfstat archive, right? Send it in and it'll be analyzed and we'll figure out what's happening mm-hmm. inside of there. So leveraging OATS, how does that change? So, so there's an underlying uh, technology here, the Counter-Measure Archiver, which packages all the data in a much more uh, fine-grained fashion than what we had previously. What we had prior with perfstat is it had to do individual API calls into ONTAP in order to bring back the data. And those API calls, depending on the type of performance problem you had, 
might not align and bring all the data back cleanly for you. Because if you are up against a performance wall and have maxed out all your CPUs, asking the system to do more to give you data back uh, doesn't always work cleanly, right? So the archiver is a, a, a package that is always there, always available. It just needs to be sent off as one binary file, okay? And there's two different paths that that can go down. We have the ability to do uh, on-demand archiver gathering into our support center today. And that support center can, can grab that data and have that package of the archiver to apply different visualization to it. And OATS is a visualizer that can either be pointed either at what we have internal or a customer can stand it up themselves in AWS, right? So standardize on the data underlying data format and then provide tools on top of that. Got you. So, so underneath the covers, what's happening here? Um, so, there, there's two things that I wanna that I wanna ask about here, right? One, you said that OATS is something that we are always running internally, right? That our support team, as well as I'm sure our engineers, right, the guys mm -hmm. way down in the weeds and on tap, can pull those performance archiver metrics, shove it up into OATS that's that's running somewhere inside of or or accessible to NetApp, as well as our customers can actually stand up this architecture and look at that our, themselves. Our customers can stand up this architecture themselves in AWS. Okay. Right. So that this is something that is available today on AWS. You go to AWS and purchase it from them, and they will stand it up and charge you only the cost of the AWS instance. NetApp gets no money back from this. It's just the cost of the CPU and the storage that AWS will Gotcha. Charge. So uh, I want to ask about that a little bit more in a, in a minute. But uh, I wanted to go to Fred. and mm -hmm. so, so, Fred, can you tell me about what's actually happening underneath the covers here, right? So uh, whether or not you all know, right, I do a lot with <coughs> containers, I do a lot with sort of, you know, the microservices, DevOps, right? And a lot of these things are using st like the Elk stack, right? In order to do log analysis and analytics underneath the covers, right? Collecting performance stats and all that other stuff. Well, this is, you know, similar of doing big data analytics, right? Real-time analytics on the data that's coming in in order to generate information. So you're already pretty familiar with this architecture. So typically what we have is, on-premise near the clusters of the customers, we have a small container called the data collector. This is very small, doesn't require much at all. And this will connect to your cluster with a read-only user, extract the EMS logs and extract the CCMA files, and forward that to AWS to S3 for storage, and SQS to post a message saying, hey, you've got something to do. Now we go to AWS part and we've got this KPM engine. So KPM means key performance metric. And it will go take the CCMA files, ask for a translation of that CCMA file into a format more readable, HDF, HDF5, and calculate or extract single counters out of those archives. At the same time, let's go down technical. So EMS logs will be forwarded via Logstash and parsed and pushed into Elasticsearch database. So now we've got the logs inside Elasticsearch and the KPM engine calculating all of those metrics and pushing that as well into Elasticsearch. Finally, at the end, you can use whatever you want if, to create reports, but we are delivering dashboards through Grafana. So Grafana connects to Elasticsearch and display your performance data and your logs entries errors, warnings on top of it so that you can correlate problems like you've got a big spike in latency. Did you have a problem on your cluster reported by EMS at the same time? So that's the chain 
adds, of course, at the end, you've got end user with his browser looking at stuff. That's very cool. So, so Fred, you mentioned that you know we're ingesting all of this data from the archiver, right? And then Oats takes that and a set of KPMs in order to extract that out. But I also heard that you know customers are able to potentially add in their own log streams, their own data inside of there. Um, but that's for external applications. If if I, as a customer, am interested in specific performance metrics, can I leverage Oats for that? Sure. So there are multiple ways that you can integrate outside applications. So let's talk metrics first. We can extract single counters out of CCME files. That's the first step. And if the list of counters that you have is not enough, just go to the administration of OATS and set up for additional counters that you want to extract and report on. In addition to that, we also have calculations. And calculations are block of code in, written in Python that we don't have exclusivity of writing. So the customer can do that himself as well. Create calculations, aggregating multiple KPMs together, multiple counters together, and producing a new time series that you want to report on. After that, we already talked about this uh, earlier, but you can include logs from outside applications. And this is because we are using open source software behind OATS, like Logstash, like Elasticsearch, and uh, Grafana and so forth. So because we are using those open source platform, we can actually connect and use all the plugins that you can find on the market. Very cool. So it's not just limited to what NetApp has provided out of the box. I can go in and modify it as I need. Absolutely. And we have also um, one of our customers who uh, is an early adopter uh, decided that he didn't need the Elasticsearch that we were providing. So he's using his own. So you can slice and dice your installation based on what you currently have. If your Elasticsearch is already on your system, already processing other data from outside sources, why not just push additional data from your cluster into it? So that's the point. Very cool. So, so what kind of metrics can we, or what type of, of graphs are we seeing on the dashboard? I mean, I would imagine... The obvious things like you know, volume latency, pro protocol latency are there. Are there any sort of unexpected things? No. So we started uh, at first with the very big basics. Latency, network, disk, performance CPU, that kind of things. And we put that per cluster and per node. And on top of that, we did also a, um, a more, how can I say, overview level of those like cluster latency. So cluster latency is not a counter that is reported. This is an aggregate. And this aggregate is being calculated with formulas coming from our performance analyst to make sure that this number means something. So all of this is done via Python calculation behind the scene for those specific KPMs, while others are coming directly from counters, CCMA. So at this moment, with the default dashboards that we have, you have standards uh, usual metrics that you are used to do or to see every day. After that, we had an additional effort to connect OATS to um, Cloud on Tap. And Cloud on Tap people had a very specific need. They wanted to see the space, headroom, what's remaining on my cluster. So we had performance analysts working with them to extract new KPMs, create new metrics and creating new dashboards to see exactly what is your optimal level versus what is your actual utilization on your storage. So we are basing our new dashboards on customer needs, on internal needs, and we are creating those dashboards as we go. So we don't really decide what will be there. The customer will. 
Very interesting. So uh, a minute ago, you mentioned uh, a, a phrase that always perks my, you know, piques my attention, machine learning. Mm-hmm. So are, are we applying machine learning techniques then going forward in order to that, that, predict that, performance issues or? Yeah. So, so that is the roadmap going forward. Uh, as we've looked around, one of the problems we've had fundamentally with performance, I think generally the biggest problem with performance in the industry is that you have to find the right expert to solve your individual problem. Right. You need to find the queuing expert. You need to find the networking expert that can solve the problem that you have today. And what we're looking at with OATS is creating an infrastructure that allows us to both share the knowledge of individual humans, but also expand that into machine learning against the data set. And so we have machine learning experts that are uh, working with us that are on my team today that are looking at how do we take the OATS infrastructure forward and apply machine learning to that. It's not there today. But it's something that I expect to see in the next quarter. So, so you mentioned that sh- that your team is responsible for interacting with you know core ONTAP engineering for helping to resolve performance issues. So, can you tell us anything about the impact that leveraging OATS versus the older system or systems has had? So, <clears throat> at this point, you know we we have a set of um, six seven customers that are actually running OATS instances today, and. Uh, big name customers uh, by and large and they're giving us feedback and evaluation so so at this point what it allows us to do is allows our our analysts to look at the data in a much different way than they have in the past uh, and and we're getting new insights what that also allows us to do is to you know feedback into Fred on what's the next set of KPMs you want to add because as we learn we we find maybe there's a better, better way of calculating uh, or there's a, a calculation that's missing that will give them further insight so it's clearly making a difference and we'll continue to expand as Fred said on the KPMs as well as as other you know, types of dashboards. The other point I want to make is that there's no reason that other logs beyond just what we have on box could not could be used. So we could get logs from 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 applications, for example, as well, because often the application or even a you know a network switch may cause performance issue. And having you know, the interaction uh, of all of those together in a you know time series uh, uh, format allows us to do that that analysis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's really cool to me because I I actually gave a presentation at Insight last year on uh, you know VMware and networking and usually the way I describe right networking with VMware you know networking between the storage and the, the virtualization environment is it's a giant black hole right I have storage on one side I have a virtualization environment on the other side I can see individual metrics from each other's perspective but there's that black hole in the middle right. so having some sort of tool that's able to you know, bring all of those together to, to look at those things in a correlated timeline, right, and be able to, you know, make sense of things is a hugely powerful asset. So you mentioned that uh, using this is free, but um, where would I find it and how would I get access to it? So it, it is available in the AWS marketplace today. Uh, we also have some uh, video on YouTube that will link to that and allow you to, to go find it. So one other point I would, was going to make is that, you know, the, as you mentioned, you know, the, we were looking at containers as a containerized uh, implementation. You know, f- there are pieces of this that can be used for different applications. So it's a set of technologies that we've stitched together to create OATS, but e- each of these pieces can be individually used. And so other teams in, in, in NetApp are actually taking those pieces and using them for their own, for their own use. And, and we, we have customers doing that as well, yeah. right? So we, we've delivered this as a service-oriented architecture, and we have some of those big-name customers that Greg was talking about earlier who aren't interested in OATS per se, they have their own visualization framework for their data center. And in that framework, they're showing what the heating and the cooling is in the entire data center, and they want to see storage performance in that same graphical format. 
And for that, there's an underpinning or one of the applications inside of Oats is uh, called Trefero. And that gives the customer the ability to take the countermeasure archiver data, unpack that in a way that they can graph it themselves in whatever framework they want to. So uh, I have to say that, and I'll be marketing for just a tiny moment, right? I think this is a fantastic personification of, of NetApp, you know, adopting that data management company philosophy, not just a, a generic storage company. Um, so are, are there, are you all talking about this at Insights? Are you going to be doing presentations? Are we, are we going out and evangelizing for the capabilities here? We're doing a lot of uh, evangelization right now. Uh, I mentioned the YouTube video earlier. This podcast is an example of that. We're talking to many people inside of the NetApp sales organization to help us find customers who might be good fits for OATS in the field. Uh, a, a decision on whether we're going to be at Insight or not is something that we'll probably sort out in the next couple of weeks. So w- what are the criteria for being a good fit for, for leveraging OATS? Right now, uh, we're in AWS. We're looking for customers who have an experience with ONTAP, not first-time users, but people who, who have ONTAP clusters who are trying to solve problems in their data center that they don't quite understand right now that seem to have a performance bent. Right, and those are the types of customers that we've engaged with uh, so far, and uh, we're looking to grow that number going forward. But still, we're in the very early stages, and as we were talking about, we're we're looking to to update Oats every six weeks or, or thereabouts, and so we're still trying to find those those customers who have a problem to go solve, are willing to engage with engineering on that problem, as engineering tries to help them find resolution, and then we can tie what, that learning back into OATS on the far side. And one point I want to make on that is that, so OATS is targeted at ONTAP 9 customers, right? We don't we don't support customers prior to that. <clears throat> but, but the good news is, you know, ONTAP 9 has been very, very rapidly adopted. So we're getting, we have a lot of targets for that, but it is, but it is a, it's an ONTAP 9 capability. So have you been engaging support at all, trying to get them in the mix as well and, and educating this, them on this? Or? Yes, yes. We, we are heavily engaged with uh, technical directors and directors inside of support, showing them oats, working with them on, on how they can use that going forward. You say sowing your oats? Showing them oats. Sure. <laughs> as well as the, you know, the team that's, that owns, that's responsible for the data lake and, and ASAP, right? They're heavily involved as well as using the technologies. You were talking about containers a bit before. So our current um, architecture in AWS uh, has one container at least, which is Trafero. It's a service that uh, Matt was talking about, about translation, CCMA to HDF. We have, of course, a container on the on-premise side, which forwards all of those files to our system. Now we are modifying this architecture right now to make it all containers, microservice architecture, pure and simple so that in our next iteration, we will be able to move OATS on a container orchestration system, at first AWS ECS to start with, and then Kubernetes or anything else that you have access to. And the goal, of course, is if you've got a problem over multiple clusters that harm tens of nodes, then you can push all of this data and scale your system at will. And we will have access to all of this data to troubleshoot the problem. So that's our way to go forward with modern architectures. That, that's fantastic news, right? Uh, there's yet yet another case of inside of NetApp, right, leveraging you know current modern technology in order to drive things forward. Um, you know the storage grade guys are doing the same, right? You can deploy storage grade inside of a containerized environment completely today. So uh, I think it's fantastic, right? I may or may not be a little biased. 
but you know, it, great news regardless. So, so one other point I wanted to make is that you know we we, we have a a suite of monitoring tools that 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 you know NetApp provides. You know, we have on command insight, right? We have uh, performance manager. We have a set of tools that are provided. So those are true monitoring tools that customers can can u- utilize for a complete suite. And Oats is really you know targeted at the performance supportability problems, whether a customer uh, on on prem or through our support site. So there is that complete set of su- suite of tools we have. So the on-command suite is more of your uh, internalized self-monitoring, self-support, and your OATS is more of your, I've hit a problem, I need NetApp's help figuring it out, whether it's through machine learning or through supports engagement, right? Absolutely, yes. Pretty much. All right, so I think that's about it for OATS. I mean, we've got a pretty good handle on what it is, and uh, it sounds like a great start. Uh, And every six weeks, we expect updates. Yes. So uh, make make it Make it so, Matt. That we will. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go around the room and, again, uh, reintroduce everybody to make sure everybody knows who was talking and what they do. And uh, we'll also give you contact information on how to reach the gentlemen and ladies behind Oats. So starting with Matt Hambrick. Hi. I'm, this is Matt Hambrick, uh, Director of Performance Engineering. Okay. And Greg Keller? Yep. Greg Keller. It's greg.keller at netapp.com or at KellerGC on Twitter. And Fred Pafer. Uh, yes, I'm Fred Pfeiffer, and if you want more information about OATS, you can go to ng-oats-info at netapp.com. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher or via techontechpodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tech podcast team and Greg Keller and Matt Hambrick and Fred Paper, thanks for listening. That's good stuff, Oats. Yeah, we're doing some really cool stuff. Yeah, I like that. I like that we're uh, actually using the stuff that we're telling everyone else to use, too. Containers and cloud-based and everything. It's good. It's almost like we know what we're doing. <laughs> it's almost. Almost. But, then the, but we have you involved, so... Um, is it just me that's getting off on this? Weren't you just talking oh, about oh, yeah. imposter syndrome? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have that every day.